get drunk in the afternoon. Kinda like that old blue tick, kinda like lay around in the shade. And I ain't got no money, but I damn sure I got it made. Boy, I ain't asking nobody for nothing. If I can't get it on my own. or the podcast platforms uh, this is Panic Attack with Big John if you're on Facebook <laughs> uh, it's Big John's conservative op-ed page YouTube or I already said YouTube like 10 times um, how was the other platform Twitter at the real underscore Big John and the new parlor app where they don't censor conservatives. Uh, my handle or nickname or whatever they call it is at the real big John, all one word. So we have Mara Carana. Uh, updates um, they're slowly I didn't say slowly making good progress Trump says on a vaccine um, they have therapeutical drug drugs out there um, and more therapies are coming along. But, you know, back uh, in April, 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 however you want to say it, we were supposed to have the two deadliest weeks. Uh, the governor of Ohio, Mike DeWine, had been heralded as a hero of the uh, virus pandemic because 
Um, Ohio was keeping the numbers down very low compared to you know New York City, which got a lot of attention and a lot of help from the federal government. <clears throat> um, the same thing in California. They got you know a hospital ship uh, that was there for, to handle um, the overflow of patients. New York City got a ship. Um, and, you know, within a matter of weeks, the Navy, you know, they, people said that it would take months and a year or more to convert these naval floating hospital ships into uh, a civilian-type hospital to handle uh, virus patients. And the Navy turned it around in a few weeks because... Our Navy and our military is awesome. But, yeah, the numbers that we were supposed to see in April with the, a big spike or whatever, we flattened the curve, right? So now, you know, we're seeing spikes in areas. Uh, Trump is sending Dr. Burks out there. And, of course, the liberal media has turned on Dr. Burks. But... That's another story. Um, I think it's almost like, uh, duh, when we open things back up, no matter how you did it, you were going to see a number of cases go up. The more testing you do, the more cases you're going to see. Uh, but the main thing is, the more you open this up, the more the more you open the economy, the schools, uh, which is coming in a few weeks. Um, for some um, some Americans, others are not. But uh, you know, you're going to see an increase in the number of cases. This is a, a, a virus, and viruses spread through human contact. We knew ahead of time when we opened the economy and the country back up in you know any way, shape, or form, no matter what, you were going to see an increase. I mean, that's just stupid to think you can reopen the economy and you know say tell people, you know, stay six feet apart. Because, you know, if you're six foot one inches away, the germs can't get to you. Or if you wear a mask, you know, the germs can't penetrate the mask. Well, we find out, yes, they can. But, you know, if I'm, I'm a mask person, I wear the mask in public as much as I can. And I see more and more people doing it. But... You know, the governor of Ohio a few weeks ago uh, ordered bars to close at 10 p.m. <laughs> like, you know, I, I don't know. You know, just every stupid little thing. But this article came across the, uh, the wire yesterday, I think. Let's see if we had a date. It doesn't matter.
There's um. This is from Tuesday afternoon. Um, the governor is saying that there's a flea market in Columbiana County not following guidelines. Now, this is, those of you that don't know what a flea market is, it's not a place where you buy fleas, okay? Um, it's basically, you know, people sell anything and everything at these flea markets from you know, just junk they have laying around their house to antiques. I used to go to this particular one and buy baseball cards when I was a teenager. Um, and, and you can find anything under the sun at this place. They auction off cattle and uh, other livestock. There's, for some reason, there's always somebody there giving away free puppies or free kittens because their dog or cat got pregnant and they don't want a bunch of dogs and cats running around their house. So they go to this thing and they give them away for free, right? Um, so Governor DeWine said that this market is not following social distancing. And it's really the people that attend it. The, the people that go there, I mean, are, it's my responsibility if I were to go there to uh, socially distance. Now, it's outside, so I don't understand why you would have to wear a mask, because masks are for indoors only. Um, so... I don't need your dumb world video. During two, the article says during Tuesday's uh, COVID update, Governor Mike DeWine said there are concerns about a flea market in Columbiana County, where there have been large crowds, no masks, no social distancing. Governor DeWine said did not specify it was Rogers Flea Market that draws thousands of people each Friday. 21 spoke with Columbia County Health Commissioners uh, Wes Vins about that Tuesday afternoon. He says they're working with the market's operators to encourage more mask wearing and social distancing. Uh, very difficult to do in an outdoor setting. And I don't really remember what the outdoor guidelines are because you know large gatherings have all been canceled like concerts and things uh, because you, you're not supposed to have a gathering of 10 or more people so I'm not sure how this could be regulated in the guidelines I guess it's like if you're going to Walmart is what they want you to do. Put, they want you to wear a mask outdoors now. And they want you to stay six feet apart. Um, you know, but the thing is, this is like capitalism or whatever you want to call it. At its most basic, at its most fundamental. Anyone can go there and rent a booth or a space okay and they can set up their tables and sell their crafts sell 
I mean, anything and everything. And there's a crap ton of god-awful food vendors there selling the worst, great tasting sometimes with the nastiest, greasiest food you can eat. Um, I eat a lot of nasty, greasy food. I shouldn't talk. But, um, you know, they're just, you know, people there to make a living. Uh, And... It's like, how much of a hurting do you need to put on people that are trying to make a living? I don't know if there are, you know, specific cases of the virus that have been traced to this. DeWine didn't mention that in his speech. Um, But they're just saying that this place is not following the guidelines. And they're talking about spreading out the vendors to reduce the proximity of the booth vendors and the attendees. Let's see here. Provide hand wash and sanitation stations. That they definitely need showers at this thing. Some of those people reek. But anyways certainly continuing the strong messaging we have or we know the pub they do public announcing over the speaker uh columbiana had or darn it columbia county has had 110.6 cases per 1000 people from july 28th through august 10th I don't know if that's a high number or a medium number or a low number, but to draw the governor's attention, that must be high. Um, It says that 21 News went to Rogers Flea Market Tuesday and noticed many people wearing... noticed many people not wearing masks. They were social distancing, however with the distance between one another. Um, You know, and this mask thing, I see, it seems like more people are getting on the ball with it. I, you know, have been doing the mask for a while. Um, Some places like Japan, every year when cold and flu season comes, they, they wear masks everywhere and each nurse at the hospital is a trained contact tracer and they contact contact trace analog but that means writing it down on a piece of paper and you know passing the information on and when they see a hot spot whether it's this virus or whether it's the you know cold flu uh, pneumonia you know that area is isolated and you know everybody in the country is told you know wear your mask so I believe in the masks Um, they only work if we all use them they're not a 100% shield 
Uh, they're not perfect, I'm sure, but they help. Um, I mean, the only way to keep perfectly safe from this is if you stay in your house with a mask on and the blankets pulled up over your head. Uh, college football season has essentially been ruined for a lot of young athletes or you know fall sports have been ruined for a lot of young people um, because you know there's such a, a fear of this and frankly why are we in fear of something with a half of a percent death rate and a 99 point zero five something something recovery rate I just don't understand that when the rate of recovery is so high you know and if you don't have a lot of pre-existing conditions you know you're pretty well off I have a lot of pre-existings um, I've driven and worked through the entire thing even before there was a mask recommendation okay and you know I did things like crack my car window to create extra ventilation um, some of this was yeah I mean, it was going on during the winter or when it was still cold out so I had the heater on in my car and the window rolled down a little bit I started taking a regiment of uh, vitamins that and herbs that are good for breaking up viruses because viruses are not, uh, I'm not going to get into science, but anyways, I do a lot of things to boost my immune system anyways. Uh, so, you know, how much can we hurt people? that are trying to make a living, they're trying to make a buck in the name of, you know, we're protecting you from yourself. I just don't get this. Um, and, you know, Mike DeWine, I know I've met, um, I respect, and I know at the beginning of all of this, when the gloom and doom came out, there were gonna be 2.2 million Americans die if we did some mitigation. So Trump, despite his critics, has saved over two million lives by going into complete mitigation. And we're now seeing the spike, the big curve, as opposed to the little curve that we were supposed to see back in April because we're out running around sneezing and breathing on each other again but as the number of cases comes up the death rate percentage goes down we're not seeing a huge spike in deaths yeah you know it's true one death is one too many but more people caught the h1n1 flu under the great barack obama the great healthcare czar that he was uh, than did the this virus under Trump. So but I just feel bad, you know. It, you know, businesses are being hurt. 
this 50% of the restaurants in the state of Ohio could well go out of business in the next nine months or so. That's, you know, that's terrible. It's unacceptable. All because of all this, you know, over-precaution. Um, another thing that caught my ire was uh, Uber and Lyft. Um, I'm an independent contractor with both. And they're both great services and they help a lot of people. Um, but they're threatening to shut down and temporarily shut down at least in California over labor disputes. Now, I just got an email from uh, the CEO saying that, you know, generally independent contractors uh, are not uh, used to getting benefits, but they're going to change the way we think of independent contractors. So uh, it looks like Uber and Lyft, well, Uber drivers, pardon me, are going to, you know, get some kind of benefits with support from the company. Um, the thing about Uber and Lyft, I, I know enough of this, but there's an article from Business Insider, if you want to read up on it. Um, the taxi cab companies have been, and the, their unions that represent their employees, have been fighting Uber and Lyft's independent contractors uh, not so much us independent contractors ourselves, but Uber and Lyft, uh, saying that you know the way they do business practices, you know, making all of us independent contractors to avoid um, <clears throat> uh, avoid workers' comp, avoid having to give us benefits and things like that. Uh, you know, is wrong. They say it's wrong. Well, it's my choice. I chose to sign up for this job. I chose to go through, you know, the background checks and everything and get this stuff done. So, yeah, it's up to me to do this. Nobody put a gun to my head and made me do it uh, like union jobs sometimes. So the thing is, a lot of people don't know this, but the taxi cab companies had this technology 10 years ago, maybe longer, when you know smartphone technology first came out, or you could even do it online like from your computer at your home they had software and applications where you could order a taxi cab uh, but the technology needed to be developed and so the cab companies 
chose not to develop it. So, you know, somebody invented an Uber app and a Lyft app, and there are other ones too, I think. But um, they developed it, they worked the kinks out, they're constantly updating it. The cab companies didn't take it seriously because they had a monopoly over the service. But then, you know, Uber and Lyft exploded onto the scene and, you know, they became a big deal. And it's so convenient for people. And it's cutting into the monopoly of the cab companies. And so the cab companies are fighting back and using their age-old, you know, buddies in government to try and regulate Uber and Lyft. And different states do have different regulations. Um, you know, I can do things in Ohio for either company, but um, if I cross over into West Virginia, I can't pick people up with Lyft but I can pick people up with Uber. Uh, if I go into Pennsylvania, it's the opposite. I can pick people up with my Lyft app, but I can't pick people up with Uber. Doesn't make sense, right? So, you know, different states have different standards for how the companies are allowed to operate, but California wants these companies to Uber and Lyft to start treating their independent contractors like employees. So Uber and Lyft are like, okay, we'll just shut down business because they're international. They don't have to bow down to the California ridiculous labor laws and unions and everything else uh, that California government regulation that California is known for there are 49 other states they can operate in uh, now you know taxi cab companies and whatever are fighting with them in those other states uh, the big you know taxi cab companies uh, I don't know why Uber and Lyft is not more popular in my area because we have like one taxi cab company and sometimes it takes like three hours for them to get to you. Uh, we do have like other ride share services for uh, people on Medicaid, senior citizens, the handicap uh, that are specifically for those folks. They're not for the general public. Uh, but, you know, there's not enough Uber business down here to make it worthwhile. Um, stuff like that. So really, if you're an Uber driver in my little area, you have to go over to like Pittsburgh, Youngstown, Akron, Kent, where there's more, there are more people and they're more hip to the technology. Um, but, you know, it's free market, just like with this Rogers sale, this Rogers flea market, we call it Rogers sale. Um, you know, it's free enterprise. It should be allowed to work on its own. Um, you know, if there were, you know, 
examples of the coronavirus, corona beer virus, uh, breaking out from the flea market, I would say, hey, let's do something. But odds are somebody just tattletailed because they were wearing a mask and other people weren't. You know, today's the first day I actually went out in public and uh, twice went into stores and didn't have my mask on. The employees don't yell at, at least where I'm at, the employees didn't yell at me and try to kick me out or anything. Uh, but some of the other masked people gave me dirty looks. Uh, it was kind of funny because, like, I'm a big person and I'm like trying to truck my way through. And you would think these dummies would, with their masks that are giving me these dirty looks, would uh, get out of the road. But they didn't. They just stood there, like, you know, giving me the evil eye. Um, and then the next place I went into, there was no big deal. Um, but I felt kind of awkward, you know, felt like I wasn't doing my part. But, you know, the one day I don't wear a mask and I come with encounter four or five people, I doubt I'm going to, I hope I don't spread the virus. I hope I'm not one of those evil virus spreaders. But, uh, yeah, and then this, you know, thing with Uber and Lyft, I mean, the taxi cab companies need to realize they can't price gouge people anymore. They can't, they're obsolete in this day and age. Um, you know, uh, they should have developed the technology that the entrepreneurs of Uber and Lyft chose to develop. The taxi cab companies had it first, and then other people either came up with the idea or heard of the idea and developed it, worked out the bugs. They're still working out bugs. But, <clears throat> you know, they should Uber and Lyft uh, corporately, independent contractors, and had to get a swig of water. And the uh, customers that rely on the service shouldn't be punished because, you know, some old-fashioned, old you know, call a taxi cab and wait forever. I mean, I was in Columbus a few years ago, um, I think for the Arnold Classic, the Arnold Schwarzenegger bodybuilding show. And, like, I was riding in the cab... And I could hear arguments with, like, the people calling into the cab company. And they're going, we've been waiting an hour and a half. You keep saying there's somebody on the way. And, the, like, I don't know how they had this set up where, you know, uh, you know every cab driver and every passenger could hear the people calling in on the phone, but, you know, these people were going to pay full price if the cab ever showed up. And the person kept saying, I'm just going to cancel and call a different cab company and this and that and the other thing. Uh, and it's like, man, I didn't call a cab at all. We just 
stood on the street and hailed a taxi the old fat I don't know if that's the old fashioned way or not. But it was kind of fun getting out in the street and going, Taxi! I'm an idiot. But uh, now they're being made obsolete by these new uh, ride-sharing apps. And, you know, they're being undercut financially because, you know, Uber and Lyft don't have to pay their uh, independent contractors benefits we probably get a better wage or better percentage than the cab companies um, give their employees. But, you know, we don't have to have benefits. We don't have to uh, punch a time clock. I can go out if I make, you know, I work four or five hours and make 50 or 60 bucks. That's fine. If I want to work eight or 12 hours and make you know more a lot more than that I can um, you know the one thing that uber and Lyft do is uh, like the night before Thanksgiving it's actually the biggest drinking night of the year uh, after midnight the, the rates will go up and on Friday and Saturday night you know at peak hours the rates will go up so I get I get paid more and you know uber and Lyft get paid more um, because of the demand, you know, um, but it's a sign of the times. You gotta let let the market regulate itself. And that's something California hasn't learned, and nobody's learning that with this virus, all seven billion people on Earth have the same chance to catch the virus. Um, you know, small countries like New Zealand. Um, I think they had they've had zero cases reported uh, recently in the last few weeks. Well, good for them, but they were able to shut down and lock down totally uh, for a while, and they're just not the United States. You know, the countries that are uh, free of the virus are generally the smaller countries that don't have the population we have. Um, so we'll we'll see. I don't I don't see where any of this is blameable on the president. I think he saved over two million lives by shutting the country down and destroying business, but that's what we were told we had to do to save lives. So anyways just wanted a few thoughts there about some articles that caught my eye. Uh, college football has been destroyed. The Big Ten and the Pac-12 uh, and maybe some other conferences are not going to play at all this year. Some conferences, all the, the Mid-American Athletic Conference is not playing this year. The U... University of Connecticut is not playing football uh, in all fall sports. I shouldn't just say football. But, um, you know, I, I think the, the athletes and people still have the same chance to get sick as whether they participate in a sport or not. Because anytime you come in contact with somebody that has this, you're going to get sick. Um, 
and basically it's up to your immune system to fight it. And over 99% of the people that have caught it, their immune systems have fought it and won. So, with that, God bless you. Pray for one another tonight and always. And, you know, pray for our president. Um, There's a madman outside the White House the Secret Service had to shoot. Uh, The other day, there was a... uh, military helicopter taking off from a base in Virginia, Virginia. Uh, it was shot and they had to make an emergency landing because one of the crew members uh, suffered an injury to their hand. Uh, the helicopter was shot at with some type of rifle. We don't know the, the details or why, but, you know... It's, it's bad out there, you know, so thank you guys for listening and watching and God bless you and pray for each other. Like I said, we'll see you next time on a panic attack. i